morning to you all. I hope you slept well enough. Sometimes the first night in a new place can be a little tricky. So as promised, we will now have our cell phone ritual. So first, just sit there and let yourself feel what it's like to contemplate offering this. And let yourself come to an appreciation of the the courage and the willingness to um, step out a little bit involved in, in making the choice. So I'm going to uh, invite the people who are going to offer their device this morning to stand in place first. So just stand up with your, with your thing, <coughs> your item. There you go. Now I'd also like to invite those who have either already turned it into the office or who have locked it in their vehicle or something to stand up to. The virtual cell phone offerers. <clears throat> okay. So I'd invite first um, the people from this side to step into this center aisle. As many of you as, as can now. And then the rest of you are just part of the feeder system. So as the line goes down. Yeah, that's great. All right, so the way we'll do this is <clears throat> if you've got your, you got your virtual pretend one with you, that's good too. So I'd invite people to come forward one by one, place the item, real or imaginary, in the basket, bow, and then you can go back around that way and go back to your place. And I'll ring the bell for for each one.
people uh, of the second part, you could step into the center aisle, aisle likewise. <clears throat> and a few lefters at home, you're certainly welcome to the lineup. And now just letting yourself feel the resonance of that offering. There's a lot of power in uh, group ritual. So now it's time to do some meditating. So you've already started in a certain way by turning your attention towards uh, your immediate experience, both before doing that ritual and during it, and now afterwards. So you're already connecting with something. So let me give you some... um, 
meditation instructions that are going to be foundational for what you're going to be doing here during your time in most of the sittings. We're going to give you three different sets of meditation instructions in the course of this retreat. We're going to give you uh, meditation instructions for what's called uh, in the other context uh, in a um, uh, beginner stage is called mindfulness meditation. Here we call it insight meditation or vipassana. Um, we'll be giving you those instructions in just a minute. And then at the, uh, the end of the sit here, Jean is going to be giving you instructions for what's called walking meditation. And then later in the retreat, we'll be giving you instructions for what is called metta, M-E-T-T-A, meditation. So those three things are, are going to be offered to you. Um, but let's start with the insight meditation practice, which is the one you're probably the most familiar with, most of you. So a first thing is to do a brief reflection on your motivation for being here. Just to turn your attention inward and see if you can identify uh, the words or the felt sense that has, has brought you here to do this. What is your aspiration or your motivation for doing this? You're, you're looking for something here. you're hoping for something. Maybe you can't even say it, what it is. But there's something that's driving this. Maybe it's the wish to be free from suffering. Maybe it's wanting to be kinder to yourself. Maybe it's wanting to know if there's more to this life than you're connecting with now. But there's something And let that come to your consciousness. And that motivation is something that you can draw on as needed in the course of this retreat to keep fueling your actions of choosing to engage in this process and stay engaged. So it's not about trying to create an immediate experience, but just what's the longer term arc of development that you're looking for. So this can be a powerful fuel sometimes. So having touched into your motivation now, let yourself become aware of the ambient conditions here in the space. So you might notice the temperature, you might notice the sounds, subtle sounds here. the sense of space around you. 
And now, having done that, having come to this place, recognizing your presence in this hall, let yourself recognize that you are in the present, the present moment. You're not in your past and you're not in your future. You're here and now. And meditation always takes place in the present tense. We always are cultivating a present tense relationship to our experience in insight meditation. Which can be challenging because our mind likes to wander all over the place, right? Get lost. So to help us sustain with this present tense awareness now, we're going to turn with kind, interested attention towards the feeling of sitting. The feeling of sitting. So if you are going to say, what, what are the sensory experiences that can be known by sitting, what would you say? You might start by going, well, okay, the first thing I'm noticing here in real time is maybe my feet touching the floor if I'm sitting in a chair. Or maybe the first thing that you would notice, the most easily known thing, would be your butt on the cushion or a bench. That feeling of pressure or heaviness. So you can come into the body first through big chunks of sensory experience, places that are predominant. And there are also usually contact points besides the butt and the feet and legs. For instance, you might feel your hands touching your thighs or each other. You might notice the warmth there or the pressure or tingling. Perhaps you feel your shins touching the mat or your thighs resting on the zabutan. That's the, the mat. You could notice your upper arms touching the side of your body maybe. feel feel the sensations of clothing touching your skin 
your eyes can either be closed, which can help in shutting out visual stimuli, or you can just turn them down slightly, keep them open. And always open your eyes if that's indicated at any time. Now, inclining the mind to notice the sensations of the body sitting as a whole, you might notice some particular things. How is the, the head doing up there? I don't mean what's in it thinking-wise, but is it kind of like balanced on top of your neck? Is it comfortable up there? Inviting the face to soften. The jaw can relax. Sometimes it's useful to kind of lift the shoulders a little bit and then roll them back just slightly. And now check and see if there's any place um, in the body either related to how you're sitting or uh, just any place in the body in general that is calling on you to make an adjustment in how you're sitting. Because if you're already hurting hurting now, (laughs) you want to see if you can do some switching up. So just remember, this uh, practice works on chairs, too, fortunately for me. So we'll maybe do something on posture in particular a little bit later. And now, if there's any place uh, in the body where you recognize you're holding unnecessary tightness or tension, you can invite it to relax, if it wishes. Not order it. Relax, damn it. Doesn't like that so much. But you could invite it. Letting the eyes be soft. And knowing if at any time you need to change your posture. Um, If you get too uncomfortable, you can just do it quietly. Now letting yourself feel the whole body sitting. It may be vague, it may be only certain parts are felt, that's all normal.
So having found the body in real time, we're working with real time sensations of the body. You could, if you wish to, incline the mind to notice sensations related to the breath or to notice the fact that the body is breathing. That there's this repetitive kind of pattern of the in-breath and out-breath that's always going on which creates this uh, play of changing sensations in real time. Some people, this can be noticed in the whole body. There's just this sense of the body sitting and connecting with that and then realizing the breath is happening within the field of the body. For some people, it it seems to be most easily known at a particular place in the body, like with the rising and falling of the belly or the lifting and falling of the chest or with the subtle sensation of the breath entering and leaving the nostril area. So you don't need to control or manipulate the breath. You know how to breathe. You're here, so you know how to breathe. It can happen all on its own. So you could just be receptive. Softening the mind and, and letting it be interested and kind to this experience which has kept us alive. The breath. For some people, instead of working with the breath, it can be more skillful and accessible to sit and feel the body sitting and then turn awareness to sound, to hearing in lieu of the breath to feel the body sitting and letting sound and hearing come to you just like that can be a good anchor to the body sitting hearing or the body sitting knowing the breath. Now if you haven't done much of this before or even if you have 
you will notice that the mind has a mind of its own and tends to wander and get lost. So if you notice the the mind is kind of, uh, attention is off task, just in that moment of recognition, be kind to yourself and then see if you can just gently start again. And you'll be doing a lot of this, starting again. So let that moment of the return of awareness always be a good thing. Always be a good thing, no matter where you've gotten lost or how long you've been gone or how often you've been gone. Train, incline the mind to return and be kind, be patient. Just start again. Just practice that for now on your own.
Thank you all. So we uh, have invited members of staff and volunteers here who are part of our community to, to sit with us at this morning sit. So, so at 9, if they're off to work, then they'll leave. Otherwise, this is uh, uh, just us. I think we only have uh, one one announcement. Bernie, do you want to just... Buenos dias. Good morning, everyone. <coughs> Dear community. Um, so today we're going to start um, offering um, a period of time for our um, members of the community that identify, self-identify as POC to sit together for a period of time, POC um, <coughs> in this country and in um, in my experience when I came to, United, to the continental United States, I was a little confused about all these different terms. Um, but then I realized that um, one of the identities, you know, that um, I carry in the world and that I choose to to relate to other siblings is through the people of color identity. Uh, for all the different communities that do not identify with the dominant culture. <clears throat> and so in my experience, in retreats, it's been very supportive to have that option um, as part of the schedule of the retreat to sit um, with uh, these dear siblings so we're going to start sitting at 6. Um, we're going to have the seat at 6.30. And it's an optional, it's, it's an optional offering um, depending where you are within um, your racial identity. Um, you know, sometimes for me during these retreats when I started practicing, <coughs> It was kind of, um, sometimes I, I just needed some other kind of support to ground and to be at ease. And um, when these offering um, started being available at retreats, I could definitely see that it was of great, great support for me. And then throughout the practice, through the years, there have been sometimes that, well, no, I just prefer just to, you know, be with myself or sit in the big hall or other times I have gone, other times I have not gone. So it is an offering and it's optional. And I will be sitting with you all um, 
for that um, that offering, and it's going to be in room 212? Two, 200. 200, room 200. Okay. Thanks. So that, that's, uh, that's upstairs in um, this main old building here, way down at the end of the hall. So... Um, So you had your first guided sit, and in a minute, Jean is going to give you uh, the walking instructions. So, how's the bodies? Are they making themselves known? (laughs) Okay. So at some point today, we'll we'll, uh, give you some... Uh, further posture and sitting instructions just in the interest of supporting uh, grounding in as much ease as you as you can have so but uh, in the meantime Jean do you want to give the basic practice walking practice instructions So in this tradition, um, you probably have noticed, um, if this is your first time here at IMS, um, on the bulletin board and the schedule, our formal practice, our formal mindfulness practice is uh, a balance of sitting and walking. Uh, the, The Buddha taught that there are, I mean, taught based on direct experience, that there are four postures, uh, sitting, walking, standing, and lying down. So we can translate walking to actually any kinds of movement, really. In this, in this practice, in our formal practice, we'll do a focused walking practice, but it's really any kind of movement. And again, it, it, this is all in the um, uh, reflection, observation of mindfulness of the body. So the walking meditation, it's interesting. How many of you have experienced walking meditation? Oh, good. So lots of you. Um, so for those that are, are new to that, um, it sometimes can be, or even those that have practiced for a period of time, it sometimes can be, uh, the mind can be like, well, I don't really like walking. Forget it. I'm not going to do it. And um, I have found in my own practice that it's, it's been helpful to give myself a nudge in that direction. I mean, watch the mind, so there's not a lot of judging and pressure, but it's actually, it's, it's, a, it's an acquired taste, and it's the only way we can really understand it is to engage in it and see what it's like for you. You know, it's, uh, it, for me, it's helped my practice, like, 100% in my daily life, because there is so much movement. So it's really about bringing attention to uh, moving, standing. Now for some of us, I know I just said the four postures are sitting, walking, standing, and lying down. For some of us, standing may not be an option. Um, or, or walking may be uh, a challenge uh, physically or not possible physically. So then we adapt 
Um, a friend of mine who's been in a chair for years will do um, her walking practice um, in her chair with a mindful awareness of movement of the body. So that said, I will just ask, invite you, if you are able to, to um, just come to a standing position. And, um, and some of us, in, over time, over these four days, we'll, we might do some standing meditation as well. That's, that can also bring a lot of um, energy to the body. It's an interesting practice. So as we're standing, just letting yourself, if you can, just feel the, the fullness of the, the foot, the feet. The feet connecting with ground, earth, floor. And letting your feet spread so that um, you really take, bring your attention into that full feeling. Just allowing the attention to go right down through the legs, the knees, the ankles, and the feet. So in walking meditation, that's where our, we're going to return our attention to. That's where the primary attention goes to. Uh, again, I find this interesting because uh, often our attention isn't with our bodies. I'm, I'm generalizing, of course, uh, but a teacher of mine once said it's like we're heads on wheels, <laughs> just moving around. So it, it can be just a beautiful practice to come into the body. It takes patience, perseverance, um, but it can also be really interesting. So just feeling that contact with the, the floor, earth element and just slightly bending the knees and you might want to take a few deep breaths too so you just feel your your body settling in this standing position I like to take time to soften in the belly tends to be an area where you tighten a lot and then um in your own time, just gently shift to one side. So you're just feeling the weight on one leg. And then shifting back to the center and shifting to the left or the other side. And coming back to center. So that's actually what happens when we're walking, that shifting of weight. Again, as we deepen in walking meditation, we really can get into the just shifting sensations of that uh, transference of weight in the body. So I'm going to say a little bit about the form, and then we'll, we'll do a little practice with it. So the form in this tradition, it's just suggested that you pick a walking space, and we'll... Uh, uh, let you know where the walking rooms are in the building as well as outside. If it's a nice day and you like to be outside, it's, it's very nice to walk outside. Um, so you pick a spot where you're going to probably travel about 30 feet, and that will be your walking path. So essentially, we're not walking to get anywhere. <laughs> we're actually walking to experience the body moving. Um, so you pick your path, and um, 
I like to start with just, again, as we're doing right now, just feeling the contact with the earth, taking time to settle in the body. You can keep your certainly keep your eyes open. Sometimes it's helpful to just let them be like maybe 10 feet in front of you. Um, you know, rather than looking around. So is there anything wrong with looking around? No. Uh, But what it, you can just notice actually what happens when there's that inclination to look around. It just, it it kind of takes the mind often um, away from the body. And, And sometimes it's actually, let's say you're in the walking meditation outside and you hear the sound of a bird and your mind just, you know, you're, just go to look for the bird. I would just stop at that point. Just let yourself stop. Notice, you know, take in what you're seeing, and then begin again with the walking meditation. So as I said, in general, your eyes will be, uh, say, about 10 feet in front of you. And I like to do it in, um, I was taught to do it in three speeds. You don't have to, but I find that helpful. Uh, that's, sometimes we have this idea that the slower we go, the, the more enlightened we'll become. And you can actually go really slow and be wild in your mind. <laughs> and I actually found it really helpful when my mind is actually quite busy to do a, more, a faster pace. So what I'm aware of right now, I'm simply aware of, the sound of my voice and the energy of that, but the attention is really going to the the contact with the floor. So I can just feel that shifting sense of touch. Um, that can be quite useful, like if you're feeling, say, a lot of agitation or energy, you, your whole walking session might be at that pace, and that's perfectly fine. You just want to keep bringing your attention to the sensations in the legs and feet. So if you'd like to try the three-speed approach, um, you might take the first 10 minutes or so of walking at um, a general pace. And like I said, you'd be feeling... uh, Your intention would just go to the sense of touch. Sometimes a little voice in my head will say, step, just step, step. You don't have to do that. Sometimes that can help just remind our consciousness to go um, bring it bring its attention to the sensations in the body the um, the middle pace um, will slow it down a little bit so let's say you've done a regular pace for five ten minutes or so and then you might just stop at the end of your your 30 feet walking post just stop take take a moment take a breath just be with standing and then that middle pace, and we can just try this a little bit now. So as you lean to one side, as we just did earlier, leaning your weight to one side, notice how the, the other side, the foot just naturally wants to lift up. And so we're just lifting and then allowing it to, to take a step. Or um, as Asayadah said to me once, just yeah, actually what it, it's not even taking a step, it's just dropping. Like the weight just lifts and drops, and then it meets the floor. So just maybe, if you can, take a step or two, so just trying that. Where you're slowing it down enough that you actually feel the shifting sensation, shifting movement in the foot that's about to take the step. And then even feeling it suspended in the air, and then stepping or dropping. 
And then you notice once that weight, the weight just naturally shifts to the foot that just took the step and the back foot is lifting up. So this is the, this is where we bring our attention to these changing sensations. Now there's, there's an aspect of mind that's, that has an intention to move. We want to generally though go bring the primary attention to the sensation of movement. So you might just go at a, you know, medium pace. So in this case, I'm feeling a bit more of the shifting weight in my legs, knees, feet. There's more, in this sense of the little bit of slowing down, there's more capacity to be with uh, the range of changing sensations. And then if you're inclined and you want to try it, you might just notice there naturally is a slowing down. And just with that slowing down, again, you're just going to notice more of those shifting sensations. So you can just try it now. If you're slowing it down and you're beginning to lift your foot, what do you notice? So I'm noticing like, oh, the heel goes first. And that wave of contact. It's not just this whole foot, there's changing sensations in the feet. Again, sometimes to help bring the mind's attention to that, uh, you can make a just mental note uh, of uh, lifting or shifting, moving, placing or dropping. So why would we do that? It just helps the mind pay attention. If it, if it gets really overly prescriptive, I would drop it. But again, you know, just one simple way is like lifting, moving, dropping, shifting, lifting, moving, dropping, shifting. That, that's not required. It's just to help bring your attention there. So it can get tedious, or it's like, eh, what's this for? I don't really like it, whatever. Or your mind might be, um, I found with walking, my mind tends to um, want to be entertained in other ways, lots of thinking. And generally, and that's fine. What, generally what I do with that is I just, when I notice that's happening, I just stop. I don't wait till I get to the end. I'll just stop in the middle of my path, take a moment, just reconnect with the body, reconnect with the breath, and then begin again. And again, this is, this is practice. It's, a, it's, it's like if you're a musician or an athlete or an artist, you know, when you do your, your skills or your scales, it's like that. It's like we're training our minds to actually be aware of our bodies. And uh, that's, that's a big practice. So, so I invite you to really not dismiss it and uh, commit to it. You know, commit to it for today, for the, for the walking sessions. And... Uh, and see if you can bring curiosity, patience, interest, all these qualities of, as you've considered, um, uh, beautiful qualities in, in our practice. So um, enjoy. And certainly later we'll have a chance to answer any questions. But for now, is there any particular question before we say where the walking paths are? So outside, um, anywhere in front, 
probably not on the street, uh, but you know, in the front lawn or in the driveway here, uh, fine in the parking lot or the uh, there's a pathway um, at the back of uh, the building. Free, feel free to walk. The places we don't walk are on the other side of this building, the south side of the building. That's a staff area, but also it's in construction right now. I'm sure Rodney shared that with you. So you would stay away from that. Um, you can walk in the dining room if you want. Um, just be mindful around um, mealtime that the, the cooks will be moving fairly fast with those serving tables, so maybe away from the serving tables. But, you know, in between the seated tables is fine. And then we have walking rooms. This is a walking room right behind me. There's a lower walking room that you can get to either through the back of the hall. There's a stairway um, there as well as <clears throat> you probably had your tour, so you know there's a stairway in the foyer out front. There's also a walking room in Karuna, which is the uh, dorm um, right next to us. That walking room is on the lower floor. And then there's a walking room in, I always want to call it the annex, but it is, what's it called? Shanti, thank you. So in Shanti, there's a, there's a walking room, beautiful walking room in the back of the building that you can get through uh, going through the porch to, uh, to get to that walking room. And you can also walk on the porch. So we, it might rain today, so the indoor spots are going to be um, uh, probably well used. Um, you can walk in your dorm floor, but just be mindful that um, someone, you know, if someone needs to go into their room, but that it's fine to walk there. So, hmm, anything else? Okay. All right. So enjoy your walking. It'll probably be a little bit shorter. What time is it? Okay. All right. That's good. So we're back here at, I have to see. We're back here at 10, so it'll be a short working. So, so enjoy your practice, and we'll see you back here at 10 o'clock. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.